welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Daring Designers podcast. I'm so happy to be jumping in with a topic that I realized I haven't actually spoken about for a little while, which is strange to me because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. And the topic is pricing. I think I've done a few episodes talking about money in general and, you know, consistent income, things like that. But in terms of the specifics of pricing, I feel like it's been a little while since I have spoken about it, which is interesting because it's one of the things that I love talking about most as a business owner myself, but also with the mentoring clients that I work with, the designers I work with in the clubhouse. And I believe it's so important to talk about pricing because it's one of the things that we shy away from talking about, especially when we're talking to other creatives or other people in business. You know, it feels almost like an an unspoken topic because we don't want to look like we're showing off, we don't want to show other people that we're undercharging, we don't want to feel like we're overcharging. There's lots and lots of reasons why talking about pricing, talking about money can feel difficult to talk about. But I find that being open about pricing and talking through pricing with people who, first of all, can understand where you're coming from and what you offer, and also people who have worked through pricing issues and money struggles in the past, I find that such a valuable way to be able to set your own pricing and also feel more confident in your pricing as well. As always, I share these episodes from mostly from experiences from myself and also experiences from my designer mentoring clients as well. So I know that all of these things are things that can be relevant, you know, even if it's just one of the things for yourselves. Um, So I'm going to talk about some myths that we tell ourselves about raising your prices. And these are things that, like I said, they've all been experiences from, you know, from myself firsthand. Um, Things that I, I think probably all of these things I've told myself (laughs) at some point when I've been trying to raise my prices or thinking about raising my prices or feeling like I was undercharging at any point. And hopefully me sharing these points and sharing that these are potentially things that you are concerned about, but they are things that we can work through and you know you can feel more confident about in the future hopefully that will help you feel generally better about your pricing and more confident about your pricing because it is something that we need to be constantly aware of I find there are some parts of your business you know maybe your your process your portfolio your branding you can kind of work on them for a little bit and then 
leave them you know you can walk away and be happy with the branding that you use you can be happy with your process maybe come back to it in six months and make some tweaks but generally it's something you can leave in place with your pricing I think the best way to make sure you're pricing properly, to make sure you're reaching your income goals and to make sure you're feeling valued within your projects is to consistently be checking in on your pricing and making it, making sure it still fits for you, still fits for your services, still fits your expertise. And again, that's how you build confidence. When I first started my business, probably for the first few years of my business as well, I really struggled with pricing and I think we all do. It was something that I felt really down about, you know, I almost avoidant of, you know, I didn't want to look at my pricing, I didn't want to raise my prices or change my prices at all. I kind of just set them in place and, you know, ran away and <laughs> didn't think about it again. Um, and in doing so, I was, what I would say is I was taking the power away from myself. I was taking the power of my business and the control of my business away from myself And because I didn't have a grasp on and I didn't feel confident with my pricing, it meant that when people got in touch and they, you know, asked for lower rates or they wanted to haggle a little bit, I would bend straight away because I wasn't connected to my pricing enough to be able to feel confident and to be able to stay, you know, stay true to myself and stand my ground. So... I'm going to talk through these five myths that we all tell ourselves at some point about pricing and my hope is that if one of these things is stopping you from raising your prices at the moment then you can take this as a sign that this is something that you can work through and you can raise your prices and you can feel confident in your pricing as well. So I'm going to jump in with the first myth and the first myth is that Charging higher prices for your projects adds more pressure to you as a designer. I understand this one entirely. I do believe that this is a point that we can get to where, you know, you're potentially charging um, multiple thousands of pounds. So maybe you're getting to the 3K mark or the 4K mark. And it's at that point that we think, okay, well, if I'm going to be charging so much money, I'm going to be charging this huge investment, then surely that puts more pressure on me as the designer to do an amazing job and to create things that have such impact and to transform this person's business for them and while there is some truth in that you know we we want to do a good job we want to create amazing things for our clients the pressure doesn't increase just because the investment has increased the pressure on you to do a good job is always the same you know even if you're charging a hundred pounds even if you're charging ten thousand pounds the pressure that you want to put on yourself and I don't like using that term because I, I personally put a lot of pressure on myself in general, but the um, the responsibility that you have to your clients, let's say, is always the same. You know, you want to create the best branding you can create. You want to build the best website that you can build. The pressure, the responsibility that is there is always the same, whether your client is paying £500 or £5,000. And you don't have to put more pressure on yourself. You don't have to feel more pressure just because you're charging more. The reason that's true is because your expertise grow. You're not raising your prices because you want to, you know, scam people out of their money. You're raising your prices because you offer an incredibly valuable service that your clients are going to get the most out of when you're finished. 
And I think sometimes designers can also feel when you are getting up to those higher investments that the success of this person's business stands on your shoulders. And that is so not true. The branding or the website, you know, that part is within your responsibility. But this person is still a business owner who has full control of their business. And, you know, the success side of it is based on them. I would have a think about whether you have ever made an investment in, let's say, branded photography or copywriting or even your own website. You wouldn't think, oh, well, I've invested in this thing. So, now, you know, the responsibility of my business is on that person. If my business fails, it's because my photography wasn't good enough or because the copy wasn't good enough. And I think you know that that's not true. All you can do is show up and do your best job and take the responsibility of designing amazing branding and an amazing website. And the value that you offer your clients is there regardless of whether you charge, like I said, £500 or £5,000. The pressure doesn't have to increase. You just want to make sure that you're the best designer that you can be. And I truly believe that that is already true. The next myth about pricing is that you have to keep your pricing at a similar level to other designers. Again, like I think this is maybe something that's been put into our minds by like business people and, you know, like corporate business people who talk about price matching and undercutting and, you know, talking about the competition as the main focus. And I understand, again, why this is something that you think. And this is 100% something that I've thought before. You know, in the past, I would have looked at other designers' pricing, say, like in the first few years of my business and thought, okay, well, they're offering this and this and this and charging that price and I offer the same sort of thing so maybe my price should be similar as well and really that's not the way to look at it I think the more that we can focus on ourselves for all areas of business but in particular for our pricing the more empowered we can feel that we are charging correctly and the more that we can focus on kind of going back to the last point doing an amazing job and taking the responsibility of giving the best that we can for every project instead of thinking oh well I need to do as good a job as this other person or I need to make sure that I'm offering the same as this other designer. I think comparison is a trap that we can fall into so much and it's never productive, it's never something that allows us to become better, it's only something that means that we mostly move away from who we can be as a business owner and the designer that we can be and you end up merging into being like other people again like this is a really general point as well but the more that you can stick to your own guns the more that you can focus on yourself when it comes to pricing and like I said all areas of your business you can create your business as its own almost like mega power like it's something that you have created from scratch that can stand out from other people and be so significant and so important for your dream clients and the people that matter because you're pulling away from what other people do and because you're moving away from that comparison element I would say if you find that you're struggling to stand out and you're struggling to pull away from other designers I would really look into how you treat comparison and how you make your decisions compared to other people because if others are 
becoming a big part of your strategy and, you know, comparing yourself is becoming a big part of how you make your decisions, maybe that's why you're struggling to stand out and why you're struggling to make your mark on the industry. This really ties into, I think, um, the feeling that clients won't pay higher prices to you if other people are charging less. And I would just compare, so it's a really similar thing to like retail businesses and um, let's go for like shopping in particular. There are always going to be people who shop at Primark. There are always going to be people who shop at Selfridges. And it's sometimes just about positioning yourself to be the designer for those people with the bigger budgets who are happy to make bigger investments. And so that is something to think about as well when it comes to comparison. The next myth that we tell ourselves about raising our prices is that you have to do it in small amounts and within certain time periods. So this is something that I see time and time again. I see people saying, well, I can't raise my prices again because I already did it a couple of months ago or I can't raise my prices by that amount because, you know, I only charge, you know, say a thousand pounds. I can't double my prices or triple my prices. You have to do it in small amounts and in large time periods. What I see here is that people tend to then raise their prices by say a couple of hundred pounds every six months. And that I would say is something that most likely isn't keeping up with the expertise and the skills that you're growing as you work with more clients, as you move through your business, as you build your processes, as you become more and more skilled and develop your design superpowers further and further you'll find that over the space of a few years, you'll only have raised your prices by say a thousand pounds or a couple of thousand pounds when you could be making the jumps from, you know, charging 1k for your projects up to 7, 8k, 10k, you know, you don't know what that jump could be. But you're holding yourself back by this thought that you can only do it in small amounts across long time periods. Sometimes we tell ourselves that we have to do it this way because you think that people might have seen your prices and, you know, had that price locked into their head and maybe they're saving up and they'll come back later. And if they see that your prices have raised, then, you know, then they'll be angry and they'll think, well, I thought the price was this and then they won't book in. What I would say is that it's within those people's control to book when they see the prices at the rate that they you know, initially see them at, sorry, that was a lot of words to say (laughs) one sentence, but if I go onto someone's website and I see that they're charging a certain amount, I'm not necessarily assuming that that's going to be the amount forever or for the next few months even. And that's the price that I can get at that point. If I come back at a later date and those prices have raised, that's almost on me for missing that time period and for missing the the point where I could have booked at that rate. It's not your responsibility to baby people into making their money decisions. You're there to set your prices and to put your services out there and it's your clients or your potential clients' responsibility to book at the place that they feel comfortable doing so. And so if they're already not booking at that lower rate, the chances are that they probably aren't people who would book at the higher rate, you know, when you've raised your rates either. You know, neither of those places were places where that person wanted to invest. So again, it's not for you to make their financial decisions. 
And there will be plenty of people who are happy to book at the price, prices that you set and also happy to book at higher prices when you increase as you move forward. And this is going to take me really nicely onto the next myth, which is clients who pay more are more difficult. And this is the biggest one that I will say is so, so, so untrue. But also one of the things that I worried about so much I think this really matches up with the initial point of, you know, higher prices means higher pressure. We also think higher prices means harder clients. And honestly, this is something that I have found and so many of the people that I work with have found is completely untrue. And the reason is because when people are making bigger investments, they're doing so because they have so much trust in the people that they're investing with. So if someone's spending, you know, multiple thousands of pounds with you, it means that they completely trust you to do an incredible job and they completely trust you to take over in that part of their business. So what I found is with clients who pay more and, you know, I've charged over the past, throughout my business, I've charged £100 for a website project and I've charged over £15,000 for a website project and the people were much, much harder to work with at that lower amount than they were at the £15,000 mark. Again, because they trusted me, they trusted my expertise, I could share my opinions, I could talk to people about what I would suggest and they would take that on board because they were working with me because I was a person that they trusted. So I've really found that the higher the investment, the easier the clients are to work with because they have carefully picked you as someone they trust and as someone they would love to work with as well. So my final myth about pricing is that if you raise your prices, you need to give more to the client in return. And by this, I mean more deliverables, more time, more process, more skills, more functions, whatever it would be within your own industry, you know, whether you're a brand designer or a web designer or a graphic designer, whatever that would be. Sometimes we feel like when we charge much higher prices, we have to give and give and give and over deliver. And although I would say that it's always better, obviously, to over deliver than under deliver, that doesn't have to look like you spending loads and loads of extra time on creating extra templates or extra pieces of packaging or loads and loads of extra deliverables. All it can look like is you doing an incredible job giving what you can give to that project within the deliverables that you want to share. So what I would say is that as we grow and as we raise our pricing, it's not the amount of stuff, it's not the deliverables that add the value to your projects, it's your expertise and your skills that you grow as you move through your business and as you become a better designer, as you become better at working with clients, as you become more organized, as you become more in control of your business, as you understand branding and websites more than the client does. The more and more projects you work on, the more value you can offer to the projects in the future. So, Yes, to raise your prices, you do want to be given more, but it doesn't have to be more in terms of stuff. It's just more in terms of what you can offer inside as a designer. And I promise you that will all already be there from the experience that you have. So I don't want you to be going away, raising your prices and then adding in loads of extra stuff into your packages. I would just love for you to think about, since I last raised my prices, 
what can I offer now that I couldn't offer back then? And it's not going to be an extra business card or 10 extra social templates. It's going to be, I now understand the value of brand strategy better. I can now create this function on websites that I couldn't use before. I can now use this website platform that I didn't know how to use before. I can now create this sort of illustration that I didn't know how to do before. All of these things offer value. All of these things deserve higher prices. And it's not necessarily that it's more stuff. It's just the fact that you're a better designer. You're a better business owner. And that's where the value lies. They were my myths about pricing. I really hope that, first of all, this doesn't feel like I am telling you (laughs) that you're wrong and attacking you. Like I said, these are all things that I have thought in the past and I have held me back from raising my prices. But now as someone who I can say I confidently price my services over the past four or five years, I've been able to probably triple, quadruple my pricing without adding any more time pressure, without adding any more difficulty to my projects. And actually my projects are so much easier now. And I would say that most likely, if you're listening to this episode and resonating with what I'm saying, you're probably at a point where you could raise your prices and probably should raise your prices. I have never worked with anyone who I thought was overcharging. I think the people who I attract and the people who can sort of align with what I talk about and resonate with what I talk about are generally similar sorts of people to me. And I know for a really long time, I was undercharging and terrified to raise my prices and didn't have the tools, didn't have the um, the understanding to feel confident in my pricing. So hopefully this episode helps. If you want to talk through any of these things, please drop me a message on Instagram at the Daring Designers Club. Talking about money and talking about pricing is one of my favorite things to chat about with designers. Again, because I feel most of us are undercharging. And if there's something that I can help with, please, you know, don't feel like you have to shy away from messaging me. I'm always happy to have a little chat over on Instagram. And I love doing so. I really love talking to designers. So please drop me a message if you've enjoyed this episode. I really love hearing from you as well. And yeah, I will just finish on a little note that I know pricing is hard, I really do. Like I said, I've been there before, but I really believe that embracing pricing as something to be in control of and to understand and to feel confident with is one of the key areas that you can take control over your business and earn more money and be more in control and work with better clients and just feel like an in control, streamlined, organized on top of things business owner so I hope this has helped and I will be back next week with another episode speak to you soon